films with the women in my life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Yo, 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 check it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And Mark Everybody in the 313. This is how it's gonna go. Uh, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like this start. <laughs> Uh, we got a host pick back around again for those who haven't heard host pick episodes. It's where one of the hosts picks something that the others have to watch on a streaming service. And usually we do regular movies, but it doesn't have to be on this. Anyone can pick anything that's around movie length and free streaming. Doesn't matter what it is. We have to watch (laughs) it. But, uh, this time we just went with a regular movie. It was Nicole's pick. And what did you have us watch, Nicole? Oh, I had us watch... The 2002 film, Eight Mile, starring Marshall Mathers and Kim Basinger. <laughs> Marshall Mathers. <laughs> Had you seen this movie before? Uh, no, I've never seen this oh. movie before. I, I know all about it, as much as I could know about it, from just being a pop culture uh, piece of, of art. Um, but no, I haven't seen it before. Mm. Okay, you've. Uh, I know you've seen this before. I <laughs> once or twice. I, I'm a frequent watcher of Eight Mile. <laughs> this is a strange sentence. <laughs> a frequent, a frequent watcher. When it comes on the regular TV, which I still have regular TV, um, cable or whatever. Um, yeah, I yep. can't not watch it. I've never seen so, it come yeah. on TV before. It came on the the TNT TBS. Yes, uh, yeah, those kind of ones. It was always Jumanji. USA. It was always. (laughs) Well, that was that was more very different movies. uh, That was more ABC (laughs) Family uh, free free form. I think that's where that the Jumanji (laughs) would come on more often. I like this. Uh, this actually, I don't. It's kind of dumb, but it's the. This is the summary for Eight Mile on this one. A story about the boundaries that define our lives and a young man's struggle to find the strength and courage to transcend them. That, no, that's Metacritic's uh, summary for this movie. I'm like, it's a fucking about a guy whose life they... sucks and he raps. Like, I don't know. They what just else found to... a. They found like a generic something. This is the generic version of it because it's so absurd sounding i'm like i don't think that's so extra sounding it's just a guy and he lives in detroit and he does rap battles and his life's not very good like that's that's my that's my summary um that's that's more descriptive than the other one yeah it's it's it gives you a closer feel of what you're actually gonna be watching this has a 75 percent of rotten tomatoes with a 54 audience score uh and uh what and it's the low sevens on IMDb and then the seven and seventy seven Metacritic. Although Metacritic had that weird definition for this, so I don't really know if I want to trust True. their numbers. Um, which is all kind of lower than I thought. I thought this was like a beloved movie. I didn't realize I've seen this before, like several times, but I didn't realize this I, was uh, not. It was just an okay in people's minds. I thought it would have been more less like less critically acclaimed and more audience score, but I'm surprised. I would have guessed. Way. I would have guessed eighties. Bo- I would have guessed both in the eighties if I had to really? guess. Like, ba- based on based on yeah ba- yeah. I, that's that's what I would have guessed if we were doing a. We should do that. We should do a, a Rotten Tomatoes guessing game sometime. That'd be good. See if uh, how well we think we know the um, the system. I think that's a bad idea. 
<laughs> this is on Netflix right now. It's also probably on your TV if you have ancient cable or regular TV, whatever you called it. Uh, and <laughs> that's cable. we're gonna get into spoilers now. So you haven't seen Eight Mile Netflix, possibly on cable, and you could probably rent it on all the regular places. So the meta Metacritic's already they they you know we already know everything about it from that Metacritic. I know it was, he, he transcends life so, or whatever spoilers, the, the what? fucking. Whatever they, whatever they said he did. Uh, Nicole, why did you pick this? You had never seen it before. Yeah. What, what, what made you interested? Well, to be honest, it was the first thing that came up on the Netflix for August 2022 search. But, uh. for new stuff. <laughs> but, when I saw it, I'm like, oh wow, you know, I've actually never seen this before. And my curiosity about it was always... Um, actually one of my first questions I have for everyone, which we'll, we can get to, but yeah. my, I really thought about, um, this is the only film that I'm aware of that Eminem has done. Um, and that was very curious to me of why he didn't continue if this movie was so bad or he was so bad. Like I didn't know how, what it was going to be like, so um that's why i'm kind of intrigued to see it uh i also know that this is like mm. really a popular film with people really in a in a large age range um you know people younger than me people older than mama k even can just a wide range of people that have seen this and know about it and um I, who are we talking about now no 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 no, no yeah <laughs> No, a I didn't wide, need to. Are we, are, a wide range. A wide range. Wide <laughs> range. I mean, damn. That's a lot of years in between. <laughs> <laughs> That's most Older than me, yeah. Heck yeah. So, much, so many years. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, that people know who Eminem is and people um, really love his music and love his his art and his style and I, I was just really intrigued to see this since it's been out for what i now know 20 fucking years um blows yeah. me oh, yeah. away so is that why it's on netflix right now I, like a maybe anniversary oh interesting yeah but yeah so yeah i usually don't see it on streaming services the last no. time i saw it the last time i actually watched it was probably on cable yeah so yeah. so a long time ago kinda, <laughs> at my house yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> way well many years ago um that's kind of what drew me to this though just curious about his acting style because we all know his music style and we all know that he's very into the um putting on the show um as we've seen him do so many things in his life before just to really put put a show on so i guess my first Mm -hmm. question to you guys is i would like for everyone to kind of say if you like, I mean, it sounds pretty apparent that Mama Kay likes this movie. She's seen it a hundred times, but um, tell me, Maybe. tell me why you like it, and if you think back to the first time you saw it, would you have expected that Eminem would do more acting things in his career or why do you think this was a one-time thing that he only acted this one do you think that this was really just his Hmm. his pride and joy and wanted to make this or do you think that perhaps the people that produced this didn't think it worked out so well or um is it just something that was one story and that was the end of it um because he in my my opinion 
I didn't think he was that bad in it. I mean, the beginning is a little shaky, but um, when we built his character up a little bit, we got to see that, you know, he, he really was struggling. I think he fell into that role pretty well. Um, and I think that he would have had a, a decent career of acting in different things. So just curious what you guys think. Hmm. I guess I didn't realize that he hasn't been in other things, but you're right. I haven't seen him in anything else. So I'm assuming that's the case. Um, I mean, my guess is that this was, even though I understand that he doesn't like to talk about it being like a autobiographical, it's clearly uh, autobiographically, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, it's got background. Yeah, tons of it, it's yeah. literally him living with his mom in a trailer park. I mean, I don't know that they lived in a trailer park, but I get that things were rough for him growing up, and um, Detroit looked pretty uh, spot on for for Detroit. So I, uh, the first time I watched it, I think I was kind of mesmerized. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if I was going to like it. I don't, I, I don't dislike rap music. I, I like a lot of it. Um, but I, I didn't, I don't think that I was ever, Eminem's style is so different from like regular rap. It's it, the beat of it is so strange. And so it was kind of hard for me to really say that I like that style of rap music. And I think that was part of it. But, um, I, it for me it was the rap battles that made this what it was the storyline was like yeah i feel like i know this story and it you know and i'm sure there was a lot of liberties taken and stuff but it fleshed out it fleshed out the good part of the story for people who don't know about his life it's not like i've read i feel like now you're gonna be like do you have eminem biographies on your shelf I'm like, no I, I don't even have like anything like that and i is he on my ipod probably um but iPod. yeah, so I basic cable, <laughs> basic cable iPod. So yeah, that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> Coke classic. Um, so I get yeah, it. I answer your question. I think that the first time I was surprised <laughs> that I liked it as much as I did. And I, cause I did really like it. And, um, being able to see some people as the movie goes, you know, as it's 20 years is fleshed out, you know, you start to like Anthony Mackie now, he's all about, you know, he's all Marvel. And I look back and I'm like, oh, he was just like Baby Papa Doc in this, you know, and I don't think anybody else has said Baby Papa Doc. <laughs> yeah, he's, his parents have a real good marriage. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, he was a baby then, mm-hmm. right? Because this is 20 years ago. So, um, but I knew Mackay Pfeiffer and I didn't realize how bad he was at rap until I saw this movie because he's pretty bad. Um, he does, a, but, does he rap for this? He does. There's a when, when they go down rap? to that. He, he raps when they're in when right before they get into the the beef with. Um, um, oh my god! What's the other rap? The free world, not the not the three one three. The free, free world. world, yeah. Right before they get into that under that parking lot beef. In the parking lot one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. At, you know, the thing happens with with Rabbit at the beginning where he chokes at, at the shelter and then they go and and Future's trying to bring him back into the world. And so he starts rapping. Future starts rapping to get Rabbit in there to to rap. So and it's, I don't remember it's him right even rapping. Good. I must have blacked it out. <laughs> it didn't really sound much like rapping. It was a lot like talking. So, uh. yeah. Um, so, Brennan, 
your thoughts. <laughs> so my thoughts. Uh, yeah, I, I, whenever I think of this movie, I think of the last 15 minutes. I think of the rap yes. battle. At the, the three rap battles all back to back to back in, at the end are what I think of. The last one's obviously the best, but I like all of them. Uh, the rest of the movies, lots of stuff that I forgot about. A couple of stuff that was like uh, clever writing bits that I had didn't maybe give enough credit for. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, whenever I watched this the first time... I don't. I don't remember watching. I don't. I don't remember watching this the first time. I remember watching parts of this, and I probably. Pe- I probably pieced it together f- from watches before I ever saw the whole thing. And by the time I saw the whole thing, I'd seen almost all of it. So it's one of those kind of like you know you, you you didn't ever. I never get, gave it a full shake when I first saw it. Um, it. The, 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 yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of more stuff outside of just the rat battles because, like, I mean, there's some weird that's, 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 things. That's the in stuff here. that I liked in this. Yeah. yeah, there's some stuff that doesn't really add much for me. I mean, um, the other dude getting sh- shooting himself in the leg, like Cheddar Bob. Oh, uh, all that. I actually like that. I kind of like that scene. Well, in, uh, first yeah. time on on first watch. I'm like, all right. There's just a lot of filler in here. This is, that movie's an hour and fifty minutes long. Um, you know, I, 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 I always thought that the Mom Spaghetti song was in the movie. I thought he rapped it at the at the rap battle, but that was su- <laughs> oh, no. that was surprising like to learn that that was not a part of the rap battle. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> That's not, yeah, because rap battles are different than rap. I mean, rap battles. Yeah, rap are battles all about are much well, more. After down. I started to think about yeah. it, I'm like, yeah, he was not really dissing anybody in that, so it, was, it doesn't really make sense for it to be in the battle. Except for himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's vomit on my sweater already. You know, um, so, yeah. But yeah, I, I actually think I agree with you. There's, there seems to be some things that could be probably forgettable as you, you know, as the years go by of watching this. And then the, the most yeah. important things are the, are the, um, the rap battles, and I think the scene where we see his love interest is maybe not as faithful as we thought she was. That's pretty important. That's one thing I was curious to go back this time was focusing in on what happens between him and Wink through the whole movie because that's yeah. something that like I don't pick you don't pick up on when you're watching it on TV in 15 minute intervals every once in a while you just watch you know the lunch truck rat battle and then you see the scene <laughs> where they where him and Brittany Murphy have sex in the in the place but I never see the wink parts and like wink like if you had told me he was like what his part was of this movie before I had like rewatched it I'd be like oh yeah he's like He's like a good guy, and then like he betrays them, and then he's on Free World side, and I'm like, but that's all I remember. I didn't remember like any like he's like a poser, and he's trying to like get everyone's. He's trying. He he's always trying to do like fake deals, and then yeah, he fucks Brittany Murphy later on, which I don't. I still don't really. I, that doesn't quite make sense to me. Her character, I don't quite. Well, I don't get why character. I don't get her either. Like, where does she come from? Is she just like kind of walk down the street because her brother works at New Destroying Tamp? Is she just kind of like pre Manic Pixie Dream Girl, like before that? Because I don't know how much of a how much agency her character has. What is what do you what is Manic Pixie Dream Girl? <laughs> how have we never done that? <laughs> We've never talked about Manic Pixie Dream Girl. The uh, I think Gar- the Gar- Garden State's the first the first one that people think of the natalie portman character and that its character comes in and she's whimsical and free-spirited and she serves the purpose of getting like the, the mediocre sad boy protagonist to uh 
uh, rise oh. to the occasion or realize he has self-worth or something, and then she disappears at the end of the movie. She goes off and does something else. Yeah, no. she, I mean, there's that, but she's also part of the reason why, she's part of the reason, though, why there's a, you know, why there's a beef between uh, 313 and Free World. I mean, that's part of, because Wink joins their, joins their crew, and, you know, she, you know, Rabbit beats up Wink, and the whole, the whole I don't know that but we what does she that, want? honestly. Why does she and, have sex with Rabbit and Wink? Like, what does she want from each of them? Does she like? Does she like Wink? Wink? I don't get anything from her. No, no, her Wink. Wink. Like, why does trying... she have sex with Wink? She th- well, Wink is supposed to be getting her her photo book so she can go to New York and become a supermodel. Uh, so she's and... just like sleeping at the top. But yeah, like, she and she so said that I'm doing it to get a ticket. You know, she she even says in the movie, "I'm doing this to get a ticket to get a ticket out." And I think I that she just you know why not be a rabbit? I'm more like, why does he have the first girlfriend? Because none of that. Who cares about the first? Oh girlfriend? yeah, that was such a waste. Yeah, I don't understand because she didn't add anything to it that somebody else didn't add. No, he didn't even like get fired or anything from her being there. That would have been something pivotal if she showed up for the last time at the at work and he it was the last straw or something. But it did it show his like, growth because you know he was about to say it isn't my fault, you know, to his boss, but he's like, you know, no, I'll, you know, it won't happen again. So we're seeing growth in in Rabbit's character. God, what is his name? Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Yeah. He's um, Rabbit. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> you know, ha- having Kim Basinger there for the most of the movie is like what is this all about too? So, but that's just part of his that's part of his his Biography. Was that his daughter or his younger sister? That's a question, ain't it? That is part. Is that part oh, of the okay. point? That's like, I, 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 I thought about that too. I'm like, I think oh, she's. I, th- I didn't know that was a big question. I think. She, I, well, I, I'm pretty sure she's Kim Basinger's daughter and his sister. Yes. But yes. they don't say that. I don't think. Like, not that you would. I guess. I, I mean, you, they don't say that. The closest they come is when he's fight when she comes home when Kim Basinger's character comes home drunk, and they're talking, they're yelling at each other, and then he's like, you know, you, you don't even care, you're not even taking care of Lily, you know, and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. And- now I I think the point for me was when he was getting beat up outside, and she's yelling Jimmy, not Daddy or anything. Oh, was she will yeah, yelling, Jimmy? When she's she's looking through the yeah. window, and when oh, and comes out, yeah, yeah, you're right. And she said she's screaming, Jimmy. So I think it's her sister. <laughs> Whatever. Don't disrespect the free world like that. So, yeah, because you know scared. what happens. You can fuck the free world. You can whisper fuck the free world, but you cannot scream at Cheddar Bob. Yeah. <laughs> and what a bunch of misfits his little crew is, right? That's so M&M's funny. Group? I was just about to ask you the next question: oh. was who of that group is your favorite? Oh, Brandon, why don't you go for that? Uh, my favorite out of Eminem's crew. Uh, yeah. I, well, I, I'm I I kind of like Future the best because Future is the one. Future like it's like a, a shield almost. Future makes me feel safe in the movie movie because. He has power mm-hmm. in the rap world, like he's the MC, so he can like get people on stage, and like he has he has authority in the world, and he give, and credit he, give, he lends uh, Rabbit credibility because yeah. without the sh- the shield of future, 
It's just Evan Evan, those other three loser guys, and they would be ripped to shreds by people literally and figuratively the whole movie. Because even though Future himself cannot rap, he he serves as a <laughs> as someone who like helps. Who he's a helpful character, and like I'm, I feel safe when he's there. I'm like, well, Eminem's not going to get you know shit rocked too bad because if Future's there, you know, no one wants right. to mess with that. But when Future's not there, then he's going to get jumped, or then or you know something stupid's going to happen. So. It's not, it's right. like, I like, I like what future brings. Cause the other three guys, I don't, I don't, I, di- I just like Cheddar Bob more every time I watch it. Every time I, I see it, I'm like, <laughs> uh, he's, he's a little too stupid. He was, it's, it was fine the first time, but he's just a little too stupid to, to, to believe sometimes. Um, he really is. <laughs> like, and some, like sometimes it's like, uh, like I kind of get it. I know that kind of guy. And then sometimes he's just too, he's so extra. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about his crew. Yeah, Cheddar Bob has no business in that crew. I mean, they should have said... <laughs> There's no business point, anywhere. <laughs> well, I would have bought it a little bit more if he was like a cousin of somebody. Like a cousin mm-hmm. of the big guy or, you know, Mr. You know Malcolm X dude. Well, yeah, um, the, what's the other two characters? The big guy is like, I want all the bitches. And then his brother <laughs> yeah, is, I am, I am a follower of my proud black brothers and sisters. Like, like there's, <laughs> all right, there's, there's, there's two characters. And then Cheddar Bob, who shoots himself. Right. <laughs> and then so Future, who, were, sa- if, who saves the day because he has connections. Well, <laughs> it's kind of like, what is Future doing with this crew? Because all of them are misfits, you know. It, Jimmy's a misfit for. I was trying to find a reading of the thing where Future didn't exist and he was like some sort of hidden angel or something, but I couldn't find it. I was, I was trying, I was, I was, I was, I was was looking for it because he really doesn't make sense. Why is he friends with everyone? He's frequently just him and Eminem alone. There's not a lot of times when it's actually all of them interacting together. So I was like, is there a reading of this where like Future's like who Eminem wishes he could be or something or like. It's like his dual personality, or I don't know. There's is there something that there isn't, unfortunately. Bruh, Future runs the shelter. He can't be not real. I but. know, I know. It's just it because he's such a he's such a anomaly character where it, it it doesn't it doesn't make me not believe him. He still seems feels like a believable person. It is strange right. though. Future's involvement with everything is strange. It's strange he's with them. It's strange that those are his friends, and he still maintains his power at the at the shelter and whoever is above him i don't really know who decides things above future and free world and like who who organizes this but right yeah and also why is why is that band of dudes so bad and then and michael shannon's character is you know the same age as them or whatever and he doesn't have a job or anything either but he's he's got the check coming i know the check is coming from the accident and that's why he you know is the way he is or whatever but you know how sometimes i look at this movie and i'm thinking you know jimmy's got a job and also so does the big guy saul he's got a job because they both have to be to work at 7 30 in the morning but i don't yeah. know what anybody else does like i don't know what the whole crew the whole other crew does free world new world whatever i don't know what any of them do um the well, we know rap- papa doc's a poser they do we know Papa Doc's a poser, and he doesn't. He right. comes, he's got money. He doesn't actually. He's not really hood. So we don't really know what the other guys are. How but does, I think we're supposed to. How assume does he hide that posers. from everybody? How how does that become like a a rap battle stick? Because all of a sudden, everybody in the whole place is like, "Oh, his name is Clarence. His parents are married. I he's didn't private school. I had never like, knew that was." 
in the movie before at the one innocuous party scene where like the one girl yes. is like, "Oh, Papa Doc, he that oh that you mean Clarence? You mean yeah, Clarence? Yeah." yeah. He goes to Cran. He's my cousin or something. He goes to Cranbrook. He's not my a cousin. Goes to Cranbrook with him. Yeah. yeah, and Eminem hears it for a second, and it kind of like the music kind of like tunes out for a second, and then every goes back to normal conversation. And then those are the moments yeah, but- where I'm like, oh, this is actually like a movie. Like this isn't just like like things around a couple rap battles. There's actually like yeah, there's a little bit of care in here and like the the actual it is. like and I story. noticed before that this time while I was watching because I don't watch it as a whole movie either. I see it you know when it comes no. on. But before that, they even had they they even predicated that where the part where they're driving along in the car and they're doing the paintball thing and the car stops and um, he's trying to fix the car and and all the other guys are standing off to the side and they're talking about his mom and how hot she is and everything yeah. and he's like yo man stop talking about my mom and he goes I hear everything and then a little bit later on. We find out that he's listening to this girl who's talking about Clarence and Cranbrook and all that. So it is, it really is a movie. I mean, Curtis Hansen, the director, makes movies. So well, yeah, but I, I looked him up. That... He makes, he makes, uh, like, R.I.P. He's, 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 he's an like, R.I.P., but he was a, a workman director. He wasn't an auteur. He made stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, good for him. I mean, LA Confidential, There's people like that movie. something for everybody out there. He made In Her Shoes right after this, and I love that movie. I looked at this thing. I'm like, I have the stuff I most of it I either hadn't heard of, and the stuff I'd seen. I'm like, eh, I don't like that as much yeah. as most people do. What was the one where there was one where it was about like a writer, and like the the he made it before this one. His LA, stuff was L A Confidential. No, not L A Confidential. After L A Confidential, he... Choir Boys, not Choir Boys. It's like something like that though. Know. Charity Boys, Singer Boys, whatever. It doesn't matter. Wonder know. Wonder Boys it might be Wonder Boys. It's not good. That sounds right. Yeah, so I don't, I don't have a, I don't know if I have a favorite of that crew. It's definitely, I, I used to like Cheddar Bob because I thought he was funny, and then the more it goes on, I was like, he's just not. It's just too much. He's and too he, stupid. He's, he's too, too stupid. stupid, and he brings them to the brink of failure yeah, so really many fit times. In with the rest of the the style of movie for me either. Yeah, he's. That's another yeah. thing. Is like after like Eminem was like a in like his like rapping career. His second half, he was kind of funny. He was always a little funny. Like, he had, like, humor. There's not really any... I mean, there, there's a little bit of humor in between stuff, but, like, there's... It's it's actually a lot less humorous than you would think based on the kind of stuff Eminem makes now. Or, no, I guess it's pretty make a gr- lot it's anymore, but... kind of gritty, like, yeah, the movie itself. Yeah, this would be a drama. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Well, I, I would have expected a little more levity. I mean, there's 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 levity with the, car- like the, the, the crew in between stuff, but, uh... You know, for the most part, it's it's a pretty it's pretty yeah gritty and not like uh, it's 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 kind of a, a detrimental piece sometimes. I kind of wish it was a little lighter sometimes, but eh, it's probably more realistic that way. No, I don't. I like it being gritty. I got I got what? So he never come. What he never gets revenge on? Uh, not revenge, but. He never faces, what was it, Little Tick? Is that the guy he lost to originally? Because that's the thing, is he freezes in the original battle, and then at the end right. he makes Papa Doc freeze, and that's like the story coming full circle. Um, right. Because he, cause he, he his rap is, in, in, he steals all the things that they could say about him by insulting himself to make it self-deprecating, and then and then hit him with the Cranbrook punch, and then that's that's going to put right. away Papa Doc. But he never, we, we, was, uh, was other guy part of, Free World, the first guy he lost to, Lil Tick. 
I don't remember seeing him again because we see Lickety Lickety Split and Pop and uh, and Lotto hang out with Free World. They're Free World guys, right. but yeah, but he also battled them in the end. He battled all Free World. I know, like, but Little Tick just whole... just humiliated them and gets away with it. You never Little Little Tick is one to know in this little... movie. But I don't see it that way. I don't see Little Tick just came off as like generic basic rapper, and what happened. I don't think that's what put put rabbit down i think his own chaos in his head and not being able to like just you know it's true but it. like why not I, just replace what lick, lickety or lotto with a little tick so that way you could at least have like you know his, his well comeback apparently little tick had troubles making it to set so the that's proof probably. the real the guy who played yeah him. <laughs> oh, yeah i didn't know wasn't... i didn't not know about that. <laughs> proof and Proof and Eminem were buddies, and so I think that um, they used him as much as they could <laughs> in I this see. movie. He had a lot of buddies that in his old yeah. group, and they were they yeah. are not uh, easy to do. They, they were never going to be uh, Hollywood types. They were they they were yeah. uh, in, incongruous. Uh, I mean, it is impressive because he's in this movie. Eminem is in like. This movie, this is his movie. He's in like all the shots, and I think that it's crazy that um, he, you know, it, it seems like it was heavy, like it was a lot, a lot to do. It's a lot to carry for somebody who's not an actor. Um, and I think he did a really, I think he did a really good job at it. I guess it's, you know, it's easier when you know the music. I'm sure he was like, you know, he, he did the soundtrack and everything. So he had a lot, there was a lot, he had a lot to say about what was going on, I'm sure. But still, to do that and still have what came out as, you know, I, I don't know. It's an enjoyable film for me, obviously. I have a question. Do you find this film to be kind of the predecessor to our most recent movie autobiography music films? Like... Elvis? The Queen one and the Rocket Man. Oh. I mean, do you see this in the same category or do you find this more just to be a scripted something that happens to align with Eminem's life? I think this is way, I think this is very different. Um, those are like, because those things are like, one, the person who is portraying the main character is not them. It is someone playing the real them, whereas this is Eminem playing a fictionalized version of himself. So it would be, right. you know, like if Elvis played Elvis in a movie, you know, in 1975 <laughs> so about meta. him being younger. Yeah. And that, but like he didn't play Elvis. He played like, like, you know, John Smith. He yeah. played, he played, yeah, some other knockoff version of Elvis, but it was clearly Elvis. And then he changed a few things about his life and made it. That would be more like this. I'm trying to think of another contemporary example where like the lead characters like a, they do it more I don't with think like they really are they do it more with like a com I feel like comedians will do it like a comedian will do a movie where like I'm playing like a fictionalized comedian and then like like uh, Mike right. Briglia does, does that, that stupid shit yeah uh, yeah a lot of uh, Louis done she that. is a train wreck that was an aptly named film <laughs> train wreck there you go yeah Didn't well, see it. I, I I don't think she's a I don't think she's a comedian in that I mean where like they play like as close to them as as possible. An actor plays yeah. an act like a real life version of themselves. Nicholas Cage, there we go. Uh, Memorable way to mess talent. That's a, that's a more, that's more close to this to me, just because it's them playing like a. Re- even though the tones are way different, 
The biopics yeah. are much more like a big production of like remember their epic life. Like this this isn't really that. This is this is extremely unepic. I love the I forgot that I really it love is. the ending of this movie. The ending is is great. Yes. He wins the rap battle and then they're like, you know what, let's go celebrate. He says, I gotta go to back to work. And then he just walks back to work. And that's the end of the movie. Right. And then his song plays. I'm like, that's great. Like uh, he, the, it built up to him winning the rap battle, like redeeming himself for himself. And then he's like, yeah, I gotta still, I still gotta go back. To, I still need to, you know, do a job. I don't really have anything else going. I like that ending. I, I like that there wasn't like a big contract at the end. He didn't get discovered. There was no, no one died. It, he just went back to work after he won the battle. Well, yeah. I forgot about that ending. And then who would he, like, you know, he has these two guys that are sort of, you know, trying to ride his coattails to success. For some reason, it's this one white kid that is going to make these other two guys, uh, you know, that's going to make their whole thing. And Going to make whose whole thing? Future or... uh, Yeah, future... I mean, future... Both of them, they're both like, we're, you know, I'm taking you. They're like, I'm, I'm gonna have this huge conglomerate, and I'm taking you with me. Well, what else do you have? Like, I know that Wink did have somebody before him, or somebody before Rabbit that he had helped out, or whatever. But I mean, Future's big thing is like, man, now you've made it. You can come host with me at the, you know, at the show. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the beat. <laughs> so like, like... <laughs> and I'd, I'd be like, at that point, if I were him, I'd be like, I mean, Future, you're my, you're my you're my guy and everything, but Wink actually has thoughts about doing something big and you just want to be, you know, the biggest guy in the smallest pool. Uh, you're going to, you're chasing Wink. You're chasing Wink's big all talk. I'm not chasing him. I'm just saying that he's got, there's these two things that are happening. And well, I mean, what would you do if you know, if you knew that the biggest place you were going to get, if you succeeded a hundred percent was, Co-hosting at the shelter, or a possibility of doing something else. I feel like else. I, if I didn't have to move back into my my mom's house, I would have never met up with the guy again to begin with. That's the only reason he, he was walking down the street and saw he was home. Was he even going to tell him about this deal that he had? Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's, that's why it's like it's hard to trust. It's hard to trust Wink. It sounds like Wink has been saying he's going to do stuff and then doesn't do stuff before. Whereas yeah, Future is offering you, yeah, and Future's offering you something that like you know is real because he does it. But like you know, no, it's not fancy. But it, it it's it's uh it's the difference between like is this actually going to happen kind of thing. Well, I don't think that the alternative is, is to go host the fucking rap nights. <laughs> No, I, and that's no. the thing is the 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 end of this also reminds me that this character, even though it's very Eminem's life, it's not him. It's he. It is, but Rabbit isn't Eminem because Rabbit doesn't get discovered. He just, discovered. He just yeah, exactly. Rabbit's maybe who he would have been if he didn't uh, if he didn't make it. He just kind of went back to work. Which well, I we like. don't know. We don't. I mean, we only know that that's the end of this movie, but we don't know yeah, if that was... this is one rap battle. <laughs> I know, there's just, there's, it, it really, it, like, there's nothing that leads you to believe there's more to this story. It's just kind of like, like the, the, Brittany Murphy's going to New York, right? And, like, the, you know, Free World's been humiliated. Uh, there, there's no threads, right. really, Life to, goes to on. come back. Yeah, Wink, I mean, Wink, yeah, Wink's been defeated or whatever. Wink picked the wrong side, which I don't even know if that's really true, because Wink could still theoretically get his deal through with... 
the free world guys is that what he's trying to do i guess by hanging out with them now like does he think that i don't know because be... during the last rap battle battle wink is there and he's like as soon as you know rabbit wins he gives rabbit that look like yeah man i knew i knew you were the real deal yeah, fuck, i knew yeah, you could f- do it bullshit. you know <laughs> yeah that's what that's what wink's full of shit <laughs> also all right so wink. oh we're getting towards the end but like the yeah. what is why is the the Tupac line so devastating to people? Why, or like, why is the crowd so... I don't get it. I don't get that line. I don't get the one, two, three to the four. I get that's from the song. And he goes one, five, two, five, three. And he does that all the... And it takes up a lot of time. And he ends with, yeah. uh, he's peck, you're peck, none. And I'm like, oh, everyone's like, no oh pack, my none. God, he destroyed him. I'm like, but... But what's the what's the joke? I don't get it. What, what, what's why why is that so good? I don't know. I mean, he also killed him with the halfway <laughs> crook line, which I didn't realize. You know, I've never seen this movie with subtitles on, so this time I had subtitles on. So during the beginning of the movie, they're actually yeah. they're, the song was playing. It, yeah, they set that up, and I didn't realize that because this whole time I was like, I don't get why this is such a big deal. But then I realized that this is something that everybody knows, and. Um, but that's kind of cheating in rap a little bit, isn't it? To, to make that obvious of a reference and then to sit then then for people to be, you know, have that same reaction with, Oh, that killed it's so long it's like, too. It's a long, it's a, it, it's, it's a long bit and it's in the final one, which the rest of the rap is so good. And like, actually like referencing things where like, Oh, that's perfect. But like, I think I scoured for a reference earlier in the movie as to why he would give that long Tupac diss. And I don't get it. Like, I'm just like, is it just that they're posers? Is that, is that it? Like, is there, are they pretend they're Tupac impersonators? Well, you, did you look at the Reddit thread from t- nine years ago Uh-oh. about it? Is that what it the answer like is? sounds like Nicole has some information. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the top replies says, basically saying everyone compares themselves to Tupac right. when nobody's comparable to Tupac. Even though some freestyles don't make sense, this certainly does. The first line is a hmm. reference to Nothing But a G Thing by Dre and Snoop, where they count the same way yeah. to build a climax. Oh, we what don't he know does enough. Now is, yeah. That's what, what I he said. Does now I, I, is he I, compares I, one, them two, to three, Pac into the four. Because. Nope. Nicole. Sorry, yeah, good. Keep going. Uh, because to that time, there were a lot of imitators in his lifestyle and name. Since they're just a bunch of wannabes. This guy's a gangster. His real name's Clarence. M counts them to that group. He even calls every single one of them out and says they're nothing like Tupac. They're ones and zeros. So there you go. Hmm. Eh, it's okay. That sounds that that's a little that sounds stretchy a little bit. Um, yeah. And I, D- I don't love it. This guy's with... a gangster. His real name's Clarence. That's a great. This guy's a gangster. His real name's Clarence is the best. And then it leads into and Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. Real, that's the best. Yeah. You hear like a girl like squeal laugh in the background when that <laughs> happens. And that's one of my favorite bits. And someone, she's like, oh, you got him real good. I love it. <laughs> well, because that, that's actually the part where you'd be like, oh, this is too like This is too much and too far. Yeah. I think the second battle with Lotto is also very good because he plays off of, I mean, a lot of the battle, the, the thing is with the third one, there's no, you know, you know, Clarence doesn't come back at him. So there's no, right. there's none of that back and forth. But with the second one, he comes, he turns everything around on, on Lotto, which I like. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I really, there's something about that one. I, that I've, 
that I really like. Lotto's battle is also good because Lotto's not bad because Lotto's kind of decent. Lotto's got charisma. He's okay. And, yeah. and he's got, yeah. Where like Lickety is a tool. Like Lickety, like <laughs> his words are okay, <laughs> but like his delivery sucks. And like he yeah. is a tool. And like everyone thinks he's a tool. Like he's never going to win. And but and and so and, and when he does the look at his shots, perspicuity little fucking thing he does that like it's done <laughs> at that point, right? Whereas Lotto, yeah. Lotto, Lotto has actually got some decent stuff, and like his his stage presence is decent. Yeah, and you didn't know at the time whether who was going to win. Was it going to be Lotto? Was it going to be Rabbit? They went back. And I know. It was, I was on the edge of my seat. Future, future <laughs> kept pumping it until finally B won. It's like what happens know, if it's Lotto like, versus Papa Doc? What is that battle? Like, because aren't they on the same side? <laughs> like, why? Why would they? <laughs> what are they going to say? Maybe it's to over each other? at that point. Maybe it's just like Free World won. Papa Doc doesn't have to come up and rap. So he doesn't even rap except for in the very, very beginning. And I don't see that, you know, when you're watching on TV, you don't see that very much. And I forgot. I was like, I don't even remember Papa Doc rapping. And then, but he does in the very beginning when they're. I don't think Papa Doc's even that good in his verse that we hear. It's that he's aggressive. I don't think so either. He's, he's threatening. That's why people, that's why he's the leader because he has. Yeah. He's, but it's all, but we know it's all an act because he's Clarence. He went to Cranbrook. Yeah, but he appears very mean. He comes across right. as he's, very he puts mean. it on. He's he puts it rapper. on. But he, I love. It's a good Anthony Mackie performance. He's when he when he gets Cranbrooked at the end, he deflates. Yeah. You see the look yeah. in his eye, just deflate, because he 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 just got lost all his material because he did his his <laughs> his self diss, and then he says, "But I have something about you," and then he just is fucking gone. Yeah, it's, he's like, it's wait, really what? good. It's really well done, actually. <laughs> Is that Mackie's first movie? I don't know. I don't think it was his first. I mean, young, but, but yeah. We didn't mention uh, mm-hmm. what's her name is uh, the ex girlfriend too from the beginning. She's uh, what's Taryn Manning. Yeah. Taryn Manning. Yeah, she's from Orange Is New Black. Is that what she's in? Yep. Yeah. Kind of the same character, a little bit. Like I don't know. I I thought she was <laughs> twenty she years does, later. She does good at playing that character. I don't know. I just felt that whole character was worthless. And even the part where, you know, he like drive, you know, Bunny Rabbit by, drives by her house or her apartment or whatever at one point after the whole thing with Wink and um, Alex. She's just sitting there. She's just sitting. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't understand what's what we're doing. I, I mean, having the whole part with the, the trailer park and everything. You know what part I really like and I forgot about is when... Uh, the car's not working and Future comes over and Rabbit and Future are working on the car and Greg is inside listening to Southern sweet Rock, home Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. And they twist it up into uh, oh, yeah. living at home in the trailer. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's when he comes out. He's like, he's got some, he's something wrong with him, man. Or he's like, <laughs> he was in an accident. <laughs> it's very strange that Michael Shannon in real life, younger than Eminem. Does does not look like it. No, he's not. <laughs> Michael Shannon's forty eight. No. Eminem's forty nine. <laughs> I, I that doesn't compute with me at all. Yeah, because in this movie, he's Michael Shannon's supposed to be a couple years older in quotations. But I'm like, that's my Michael Shannon. He looks you know thirty four, and Eminem looks you know in his early twenties. But no, Michael Shannon's yeah. like what twenty? He's like twenty eight in this movie, and Eminem would have been like twenty nine. <laughs> Holy cow! Michael Shannon though has always just looked like Michael Shannon. Then right? Yeah, he's like always looked like that. He's old big imposing dude what did you think about kim basinger in this movie i mean she was oscar winning at this point yeah I think. so I, 
that's fine. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think it's particularly. It's not. There's. There's actually not as much of her as I remember either. I mean, there's really. She's not really. I bet her screen time's got to be like six minutes, like six to ten minutes. Like she's really not in it very much. I don't think. Probably eight minutes for Eight Mile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I. I don't know. What I, else you got, Nicole? Probably. Anything? No, I'm no. Why do? Is, why is, is it everything you hoped it would movie? be after your host pick? I think yeah. that we've exhausted all the things in this movie now. <laughs> but tell reckon? me, I need to know why I like this movie so much. Um, I think you like the music. I do like but the music. That I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you don't seem like the type of person that would be totally invested in all uh, movies that revolve around trailer parks and things so i'm not sure hmm but i think it's the music also could they've gotten rid of the part about the empty house and the girl and that was weird too right See, yeah that's the problem with that about this there's a lot yeah. of that there's a lot of like there's stuff so, that you uh, let's be an hour and a half and call it a day like a normal 2002 movie or add right? another rap battle that would i mean I, okay so this just told me right then why i like this movie is because i clearly like rap battles so yeah. yeah, what else do you like? This probably the lunch truck rap battle. With the I love the lunch road truck. I love yeah, when they love take that. down exhibit. They're just exhibit? like, yeah, that's exhibit. <laughs> yeah, I love exhibit. Yeah, it is with the cornrows too tight. Yeah, <laughs> see, yeah, you just want to watch rap battles. That's not really. <laughs> I do just want to watch rap. I just want to watch people rows, get taken down. <laughs> Don't, yeah, because the actual the rest don't of the pick on homegirl. The rest of the movie is whatever. It's I got. I'm making a deal. I'm steal your girl. Get out of the streets. Uh, life's hard. I'm gonna ride the bus while people stare at me. Yeah, this is you know. <laughs> oh my god! Why was that person so creepily staring? I freaking love that scene though, because it's they go back to that person. Like it's like he sees him looking at it. I don't know him, her looking at him, and then they go back to it, and I'm like. Okay, I, this is funny. Jeez, Louise. I like it. I didn't remember it, but at one point in this, when he's writing his lyrics, he has that like sketchbook where he like does his lyrics and he does his raps. He does it. He puts everything down. And at one yeah. point, when he's writing his stuff, it's playing the beat. Begin. Yeah, <laughs> it's playing the beat to lose yourself. But then it'll, yeah, it it, is. it's not playing the lyrics though. It's just a couple of the. It's a. It's a. It's the word. Oh my god, it's the lyrics, like, going in and out as he's writing it in his mind. Yeah, it's like a couple words right. at a time. It'll be like, ding, ding, ding. It has, it Mom's says, spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. And then nothing for, like, a while. And then, <laughs> drop bombs. And then it just keeps going. <laughs> Lose yourself. Wait, and then the- it keeps going on. But it doesn't ever, like, do the whole thing. It just does little pieces. I'm like, this is kind of... And it's, it's kind of choppily edited, too. So you kind of hear, like, the last word he said before. I'm like... <laughs> It's a little, I'm like, this is a little sloppy for like a 20 year old movie. Mom spaghetti. They're, they're not, they're not shopping with shears like they were in the 30s. Like this is, you know, this should be cleaned up a little. But it's, it's wait, whatever. did lose yourself come out as it? Oh, it did. Because the it soundtrack was for winning this. song. It came out on the. Yeah, it wasn't out yeah. before that though, right? It was, it was for this movie. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think this was. I don't think it predated. Like Eminem had just come on the scene a couple years before. Like gotten big a couple years before this i think he was this would have been like his complete burst through the mainstream i think he probably would have been only a year a couple years into being even moderately known 
Hmm. There's something about him. That's why people remember this movie. It's the it's that it's the that's the song, and then the rap battles. I'm yeah. sure that you know, ten minutes has all the views on YouTube, and then maybe like the lunch truck one, and then that's probably like it. <laughs> and then maybe maybe there's a Kim Basinger supercut because she won the Oscar. But that's kind of what that's kind of what's going on here for this movie. No. Yeah, she uh, she Not didn't win. Did she get nominated? What did she? Hit? No, she I had you an said, Oscar before this movie. Oh, I thought you just said she got nominated for this. I'm like, that surprises. No, that's, the that's, the that's song was me. the Oscar winner for this movie, but she was an Oscar winner before this. Oh, I thought you said Oscar. she was nominated no. for this. Yeah, well, oh, that makes she, more sense. Maybe. Now. That's why I was confused. I, I was like, she was like for this. She's fine. No, but like, I think she won for was it L.A. Confidential? Maybe I don't, I don't like that. So I don't. I don't really get that movie. I don't know what people see in that. Hmm. Hmm. So it's very mediocrely put here. All right, uh, I'm going. To, I recommend yeah. this. I guess it's it's good. It's it's about it's about what I just said. So it's what I just said. That's what I think. Um. Okay. Nicole, you recommending Great. this? Oh. Uh. Yeah. I think it holds up still. Yeah. I think it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Still, you haven't seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty years later, How? still fun. I mean, yeah, twenty-year-old movie. I don't know how often I say it still holds That's up. That's true. There's only a few movies that I like past the year nineteen ninety. So, <laughs> like Jumanji. Oh no, yeah. that's ninety ninety-six. <laughs> I was thinking more Grease, but <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, and then, well, okay, I think it sounds like she recommends. She likes this movie, like, even though I even don't though understand why a lot anybody. Of yeah, but I don't understand why anybody wouldn't ever love this movie. I really don't. This is just this is a gem to me. <laughs> why anyone wouldn't love it? You I don't know why people wouldn't love it. It's just, I mean, sure you can fast forward. I guess if the you don't love the rap dumb. battles, because if you don't love the rap battles, there's nothing to this movie for most people. What is wrong does with Mr. you Snyder then? Like this movie, Mr. Snyder does not like this movie. Well, this is although he'll well, sit and watch the rap battles. Care about rap battles? Yeah, he'll no. That's that's probably the only part that that he'll sit and listen to. So yeah, I mean, and there are things that we say in our house from this movie. So yeah, yeah. This is it. This is in the vernacular. This this, this it is. Has, yeah, uh, Griffin screaming mom spaghetti. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> no, it's the it's actually so it's actually something we didn't mention, which is the B E D T I M E song. New Detroit stamping. <laughs> yeah, we just say that in the house. New Detroit it stamping. He's sick and tired of New Detroit stamping. That's we do, we do we do have that does come up. We do the lunch the lunch truck stuff a little bit. What's yeah. the what's that song? I don't remember how it goes. The, what does he say to her? She the, she starts it. She's like, man, I'm Vanessa. sick and tired of this food at this lunch truck at New oh, Detroit. I thought you were talking about the song where he, when he's putting Lily to sleep. Oh, the B E D T I M E song. Yeah. That's that happens at our house. Well, how does that go? Um, he comes in and he says something like, um, "I know a girl. Her name is Lily. She's da 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 da." And now it's B E D T I M E. Yeah, I remember that from this watch. I, that one never stuck with me. Between all the musical stuff of this, the bedtime. I think it sticks with it. Griffin. I think I think your your brother <laughs> probably has it more in his head because. This was 2002. He was oh, when you say that four years old. All I can think of is the actual Eminem song "Mockingbird." 
Yeah, the part and that's where it's, it's the actual a lullaby that he's changed, and that's all I can think of when you say. That. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Kind of a bad, no, I think thing? that just shows that Eminem really resonates with people. <laughs> Clearly, me with you, I guess. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so thank you, Nicole, for Eight Mile. I think this was a nice. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Nicole. I, I think you have the most crowd pleasing host picks typically, as far as. Uh, you, you, I like to I like to please a crowd. You do. You have good. You have good <laughs> crowd pleasing house picks. Uh, so we've got uh, Beast. Eat your elbows. Gonna fight a lion. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, and then we got. I, I filled the schedule out the other day, and I've got to say, it is a nice looking four months we got coming up here. It is a juicy schedule. For who? For all of us, we'll be watching. We'll be. I'll, we'll be watching. I think I have the whole schedule of the rest of the year filled out right now. So hopefully, more stuff doesn't get. We're we'll be watching movies. That's right. It's time. There's no no more. We're no more <laughs> slacking around. Yeah. T I M E. It's T I M E. So, those are the women of my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore Pod Host. And you can email You're trying to wrap it. Please stop. <laughs> No, I'm just getting aggressive with it, like popping up. I am Brendan at the store, God host. <laughs> Email the show, films with the women at gmail.com. And that's it. Thank you for picking that, Nicole. It was a nice time. Okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Nicole. Until next time, this is Brendan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.